hello, Catherine Beaver here, the host, the voice for the Love Relationship Clinic broadcast. I am so happy that you joined me today. I do hope that you have been blessed by listening to this channel. If so, I hope you subscribe right now. Subscribe, hit the bell, let them know that you like this content and that you would support more. And share it with a friend, okay? Today has a blessing in store. So let's just conversate. Today's topic. Do you really need a friend? That's a question. But it's my topic for today. Do you really need a friend? I know that... That may sound a little comical, but at the same time, it is sincere and it is real. Because in this big world that we live, it's good, it's a good thing to have someone that we consider a friend. A real friend. Friend is described as being a person that we are attached to affectionately and have great esteem for. Person that we consider to be honest and true. Do you need a friend like that? I do. I want someone that will hold me accountable for what is right and won't fail me when I really need them. I need a friend. Do you need a friend like that? And what I know to be true and is my truth, God, through the His very Son, Jesus Christ, Jesus is the best friend that I could have ever, ever invited into my life. He has been a friend that has truly stayed with me. As you have heard me say, through the good, bad, and the ugly. He loved me unconditionally. He loved me in my mess, in my sin, in my ugly states of being. He loved me enough that he drew me. That's a friend, a real friend. Do you need a real friend like that? I offer you Jesus Christ. 
someone that will hear your heart, not just hear your heart, that many times he has held my heart in his hands. Now, that is trust beyond that that we can even put words to. When someone knows you intimately in and out without question and can still have your best at heart. Nobody else. Do you need a friend like that? <laughs> I offer you Jesus. Because I don't know. I've had many friends and have friends even today that I call friends. But I can remember in my youth or my young adult life, I would say that, my mom was the type of woman that had very few words. She didn't, she wasn't a talker. She was a listener and a doer. A lot of times we would be in conversations and my mom would be in the mix, but very seldom did you hear her talking or adding to the conversation. She would sit quietly most times or smile or grin or nod her head. And one time I was talking to her about this friend I had. And I guess I must have been really going on admiring the different characteristics of my friend. She sat there quietly and listened to me. And at the end of the conversation, she posed this to me. She said, that's why God say, treat everybody the same. And I'm like, okay, yes. She said, you're not supposed to think more highly of anyone than the other. And I say, yeah, but everybody don't fall into the category of a friend. She said, yes, it's okay to have friends. And though you feel in your heart you may have all the, the uh, characteristics of being a true friend, but you don't know what's in the heart of that other person. So it's best just to treat everybody like you want to be treated. And therefore, you're never hurt or disappointed. Man, that thing hit me like a ton of bricks, man. Because it's like, you just crushed me. <laughs> but in reality, she was trying to help me. She was trying to help me to understand what I realized years later is that when we put all of our confidence in another human being that is just like us, that are, are, are capable of, of failure, capable of sin, capable of hurt, being hurt and hurting others, then we set ourselves up for disappointment. So what I learned from that is that I'm careful, very careful how I use the word friend. And in this modern day, we have uh, 
in society as Facebook friends. We Facebook friends, oh my goodness, that thing have um, caught on through the years and people literally consider it a lifeline to see how many Facebook friends we can have. But in reality, how many of those Facebook friends would you really consider friend? So I offer you a true friend in Jesus Christ. Because what I found in him is that he's dependable and he doesn't change. He's always the same. And Philippians 2 and 5 says your attitude should be the same as that of Jesus Christ. Being willing to give up your rights or your plans for your own life to obey what God would have you to do and serve him and people. Wow, that's, that's, that's a real friend that would give up his rights so that he can be greater for you. And now, whoever can do that, who, who that you know that you call a friend or I call a friend, has ever given up their rights and lowered themselves to the point where they serve. Jesus Christ, equal with his Father God in heaven, but came down to a sinful world and gave, you know what I'm about to say, gave his life, gave his life. God gave his only son, but then Jesus gave his life for us. And he called us his friend. Wow. If we obey the things that he's commanded of us to do, he calls us his friend. And so that's why I can say with confidence, he is my best friend. I can call him late in the night. I can call him in the morning early, two or three or four o'clock in the morning and I never get a busy signal. I never get call me back later, I catch you. No, I don't care how early, how late, how frequent I can call him, he is there. He is there, he is there willing and ready to help in every situation. He is the best friend we could ever ever one in this life because he genuinely does care about everything that touches our life and he is trustworthy he is more trustworthy than trustworthy than anybody anywhere could ever be to us we can trust him to tell us what is revealed about us and that's why i say that he he's my best friend because he knows the good, bad, and the ugly. And the reason I say that is because God 
has revealed his glory in different times and stages of my life. And in the presence of God, I was broken because there's no way that you can be in the presence of a mighty God, who he is and all that he is and still remain untouched and unchanged because in his glory, it is such a, a presence of who he is that every sin, every wrong motive is revealed and exposed. And because it is exposed, I was able to honestly confess it to him. Not try, there was no trying to deny it because God being God, he already knew. But in his glorious present, I wanted to, I wanted to acknowledge and confess my sins so that I could get them forgiven. And once they are truly confessed and repented, in his presence, they are then underneath the blood of Jesus Christ, never ever to come back up again. And that's why I can walk on in no condemnation because everything ugly about me in the presence of God's glory was exposed. And I lay naked before him. What a friend. What a friend. Do you have such a friend? Do you have somebody that if you had told them every single low down dirty thing you ever done, would they still want to be friends with you? Come on now, let's be real. There's very few, very few. And that's why friend to say to someone, he's my friend, she's my friend, it's, it, it, it costs something. Because that friend is acknowledging that I've seen you intimately. All the ugly, all the dirty, all the, the, the things that you try to hide from other people. I've seen that and I still love you. That's why Jesus Christ is our only friend. And the only one that will love us through all of that. And wash us with his blood so that we can be his friend. And one thing that I I love to think about, I've heard preachers talk about it. I've, I've talked about it in 1 Corinthians 2 and 16. It says, for who has known the mind of the Lord that he might entrust him? But we have the mind of Christ. God can instruct us. He can instruct us to do different things and and lead us in paths that we don't even know because he has given us his mindset through the Holy Spirit. And this is something uh, uh, I've heard priests, like I say, and I always say, when God gave me the revelation, I said, wow, I was blown away because it was like, Lord, I've heard one part of that, but I've never really heard it all. 
You know, I've never heard it all. And it is so good to know. So good to know that our Father God has given us everything that we need to live this life for him. He has given us the mind of Christ through the Holy Spirit. And he says that, you know, uh, John 15 and 15 says, I no longer call you servants because a servant does not know his master's business. Instead, I've called you friends for everything that I've learned from my father, I have made known to you. There is nothing that God has not revealed through the Holy Spirit that will help to build the relationship, the friendship that will last into eternity. Isn't that something? Some friendships last a season for a while, and just like marriages today, from, you know, in and out, quick in a hurry. I'm done. But a true friend, a true friend, friendship is intimate, and it goes with you always. Do you need a friend like that? I offer you Jesus Christ because there is no greater friend that will love you through your ugliness and wash you clean of all of the dirt and things of this world that we have gotten on us as we travel through. All the things that that are, that are attached to us through the sinful acts that we were caught up in. A loving God says, I will be your friend. I will wash you clean. If you can believe that I am the Son of God and confess it with your mouth, I will be to you a friend. And so I say to you, do you need a friend like that? If so, I offer you Jesus. You be blessed today and love someone. On that note, I bring this episode to a close. I do hope that you have been encouraged, uplifted, and inspired. If so, I pray that you will share your love today with someone that comes across your path. We all need a little encouragement, so be blessed today. Thank you.